Hi, good morning. Uh, today is the 14th of November uh, 2021 and every week at Zimmer and Peacock we do a retrospective look back at the news for this week. So this is that sort of look back at the news or our news. Um, now at Zimmer and Peacock, you know, we are one of the first things we did, you know, when the business was first, you know, starting was we, we made screen printed electrodes and it was actually screen pretty gold electrodes. What makes us unusual, and I know I've said it a lot in the vlogs and the ZP developer zone, is as ZP we're one of the biggest consumers of these gold electrodes. We you know we use um, we do a lot of contract development and contract manufacturing for you know very large clients and so we're really using these gold electrodes and that's why I kind of sometimes you know say it in podcasts and vlogs and these webinars you know the gold electrodes are really high quality because in fact we're using them day in day out within our own work and so what happened here is uh, we went into if you're looking at the the vlog we did cyclovoltaimetry on 86 electrodes and they very well all overlay on each other now if you do this with a lot of off-the-shelf um, screen printed electrodes you will find that from electro to electro, there's really a quite a lot of variability. Um, but this is 86 electrodes, all tested at the same time. And they're very close to all being on top of each other. I just want to say hi to Aftab, um, who's come online this morning. Um, but um, we just put a, a little image up this week of 86 electrodes. You can't tell how many electrodes are actually being tested by cyclovoltaimetry because they're all overlapping each other. And this came from our production team, and it really is a strong reflection of why these gold electrodes um, that we have um, are so, let's say, um, good and, and repeatable because we use them a lot. And this is the, the, the proof that they actually are, let's say, as, um, as good as we say they are. So thank you to the production team who made these great gold electrodes. Thank you for sending me the data and then I was able to sort of put the data on the website and say this is why I kind of say sometimes you know they really are the best electrodes um, so thank you to the team for that now there's something else that we just wrote some articles about this week is at Zimmer and Peacock and at many companies you have to ask yourself you know what is at the core of what we do so I suppose technically what's at the core of what we do at Zimmer and Peacock is electrochemistry, electrochemical biosensors, electrochemical in, vi in vitro di diagnostics, so, you know, and electrochemical wearables. So the heart of what we do is um, electrochemistry. But really, when you peel back what we do is, and, you know, a lot of um, what's going on in um, the companies like Zimmer and Peacock is actually um, project and program management. And, you know, we have clients who come in. Um, I just want to say hi to Ahmet. I want to say hi to um, Aftab. I appreciate you coming in. So we have um, many clients. And even though electrochemistry is technically what we're doing, we're often doing um, really project management and program management. And so this week, I just wanted to describe the different kind of you know project management styles that are out there. There's... You know, a big tool used in project management is obviously the Gantt chart. And um, the Gantt charts, 
sort of suggests that you have a very deterministic sequence of events that if I do A, it will lead to B, and B will lead to C, and C will lead to D. And this is a Gantt chart, and this is a bit like a waterfall. So there's a style of project management where you say, I do this, then I do this, then I do this, then I do this. It all happens in a very deterministic fashion, and you know, you, you practically know the outcome of an event even before you start it. Now, with Zimmer and Peacock, um, a style that we often use in biosensor development, I would, I would really call um, agile. So, um, on the sensor development, often the sensors that we're developing, nobody's developed them before. So you really don't have a deterministic vision on, you know, what's the answer going to be. You know, what we would often do is we would try three things and see which one worked the best. So that's, and so Agile really comes from software um, development. Um, I know our um, Aftab rather is on um, line and Aftab has a background also in software development. And in software development, you you make, you test, you iterate, you make, you test, you make, you test. So in software development, you know, they don't have a sort of, you know, a big effort where they make something and at the end of it, they test it. They're always making and testing, making and testing, making and testing. And this is really the agile approach to project management. Now, sorry, agile approach to, yeah, project management. Now, Zimmer and Peacock, we actually use that agile approach quite a lot um, in the sense of development. We'll try it. Did it work? Try something else. Did it work? And so we're we're really using the agile principle. And the reason I sort of say that is we sort of do agile principle in R&D. But then when you come into the sort of um, commercial world, they do expect, you know, a sort of project management style. Now, what they're classically looking for is the waterfall style. But I think actually the agile style works better in, a re in, in the research phase. Um, you can even combine these two uh, types of project management. You can have a waterfall style, but actually the, let's say the, the task is, uh, is development of a biosensor. Um, within that task, you could really just have an agile style where you said, you know, you didn't know the answer, but you just tried many things until you actually sort of either ran out of time or um, it actually worked or it was as good, it was as good as it could be in the time that was actually allotted to you. Yeah, there we are. So Aftab, who does have a background um, in agile project management, said, yeah, OA, test, review, beta. So, yeah, you know, he agrees. So we do use the Agile style quite a bit in our biosensor development. And because we have quite an experienced team, we can also use a sort of project management style called Scrum. So in Scrum, if you want to make, if you want to make a project go quickly, you want to run many things in parallel. In order to run many things in parallel, you need, for each like thing or task or work package, you need senior people who've probably done it before. Now, because ZP's been around for a while and we always stay focused on our electrochemical biosensors, our electrochemical wearables, our electrochemical in vitro diagnostics, it means we do have senior people who've done it before, let's say. So we can have a scrum um, method as well where five senior people get together at the beginning of the week, they decide what they're going to do, they go away and do it, and then they come back the following week and they say, how did it go? So it's almost like on a weekly basis. And we do use... Um, Scrum quite a lot. Scrum is Scrum and Agile are kind of quite related in some ways, but Agile, um, you make, you test, you make, you test, you make, you test. Scrum says, 
I need to get this project done very quickly. And in fact, rather than going from task to the next task to the next task, I'm going to run all my tasks in parallel. But in order to do that, I have to have a lot of, let's say, belief in our team. And I say I, I mean, you know, you do, you as well would have to have a lot of belief in your team. And that's worked well for us because the team's been together for quite a long time. So the reason I have this kind of, um, and then the last one here is strategic, which for me, strategic is you have a big vision on the horizon that you want to achieve. And you're essentially kind of doing work towards the big vision, but you don't necessarily have a very um, solidified plan. So... I just brought, I just, we just wrote this note really because we do um, have clients and they're all, you know, they all want this kind of waterfall idea that, you know, I will do this and then I will do that and I will do this. And of course, science and science is, you know, sometimes, you know, um, you don't, the effort doesn't equal reward or sometimes you get lucky, you know, so it's hard to sometimes follow these kind of very rigid plans. Um, and that's why we've had a sort of put that description out to describe the different styles i'll come off the point but um you can see that if you want to read that that's up on our website so we talk about agile and we talk about um, scrum styles of project management um now it's been a busy week this week we've been to a um show in the uk called um farm innovation um myself and um Matthew and Joe set up the show. And Farm Innovation is a show that takes place um, in the NEC, the National Exhibition Centre um, in Birmingham. And there we set up a, a stand um, and we essentially sort of talked to farmers and growers um, and talked about you know nitrate sensing um, in general. So show went um, really well we got a lot of um, really good feedback if you're watching the vlog you can see all these um, you can see all the all the photographs of it and I just got an interesting comment as well from um, Aftab that um, Aftab is just saying that scrums have um, sprints and he's right you know you, you there's a, there's a sprint mentality where you're going to try and do something very quickly and and, and I do feel like scrum and agile and maybe sprint efforts you know these are the right philosophies sometimes in projects and waterfall is yeah it, it can be a little slow on occasions the waterfall style so the photographs i'm showing um online are just us at the show talking to um farmers um uh, about really about nitrate sensing in the soil and the show went really quite well so Thank you for the team for helping to um, set that up this week. Um, slight change in direction here, and I and I know that several of you who follow us on LinkedIn saw this already, but we're we've been talking about doing it for a while, and now we've um, done it. We've opened up an office at Swans University. So my my sort of belief is that if you want to sometimes get into a new country or a new region it's not bad to actually do it through you know do it through a university now you know swansea is in the uk so but i'm just mentioning this to aftab is online that eventually when we get enough presence i'd quite like to do um a new office for zp in india but do it you know in an incubator setting in one of the cities you know so that we can be essentially part of the kind of university um culture and architecture so 
We have opened up a new office in Swansea that officially opens on the 24th of November, uh, but we're very happy to be in there um, and that will help us coordinate our efforts at that university. Um, it's not the end of our uh, desires. Um, we did put some more photographs up also of ourselves um, at the um, at the show. Um, we also um, we've also been to some glass houses this week. Um, what I mean by this is that um, we're obviously very interested in measuring nitrate in soil, um, but you also have kind of glass houses where you know crops are are potentially grown and so we sort of went around there and tried to figure out how our nitrate sensors would play into these kind of um, settings as well so it's very nitrate centric this week um, in terms of this um, vlog but um, it's been a busy week we as I say we've been exhibiting and going out with our nitrate sensor now this week um, we did have our ZP developer zone. So we have our ZP developer zone every Thursday, 8 a.m. London time. Aftab and um, uh, Armet know that. They, they often attend. Um, I just wanted to say that we did a slightly unusual um, one this week that we did spend a lot of time doing talking about MIPS. And I just feel like molecular and printed polymers, uh, I've been sort of touching on it you know, for quite a few, for a couple of decades now. Um, but it is, at the moment, a technology that seems to be, have a lot of people's interests. On the face of it, MIPS, molecular and printed polymers, they do have um, some good properties that you can fairly quickly maybe make a material that, you know, combines to an analyting to form your sensor. So I think at ZP, we are interested more so now in actually exploring that uh, and we've started to bring out a range of essentially precursor solutions so that people can build MIPS now on top of um, the ZP electrodes um, so we have started to bring out a new product line around that I will explore that in more depth as we go as we go along but um, I just want to kind of um, say that now lastly because we went to this show we also produced um, a little bit of an animation on the nitrate sensor um, so I was happy so I mean in the nitrate sense in that animation we talk about you know how we construct the sensor how we make sure it's waterproof um, we talk about how we actually add the sensors to the rod and how we insert the rod actually into the soil so it was um, and the fact is we do now have connectivity between our nitrate sensors and an app so you know, we, do, we generally have an Internet of Things um, solution. Um, so I was very happy with that. So I'm going to just do a quick, let's say, summary now. I can see it's 8.15 um, here. So this has sort of been 15 minutes. But let me just, just indulge me and let's just do a quick um, summary for this week. So I agree it has been very um, nitrate-centric um, this week. But the main themes this week have been... We have been at a show presenting on the nitrate sensor. Um, we have been doing a lot of work around um, project management. And I think project management is a really important skill and you know, setup to have in any real business. Um, and also now, we've also been talking a lot about MIPS, molecular and printed polymers this week as well. Now next week, is there's gonna be a 
a real sort of change in pace in some ways because actually um, today a couple of us are going to um, Germany. There's a show happening on the 15th to the 18th called Medica. Historically, Medica has had like 150,000 people attending, but I'm not sure how many are going to attend this year because unfortunately of COVID. But um, the webinar on Thursday for the ZP Developer Zone, that will be, be coming from, um, from Germany. And you'll probably also see a lot of images coming up through LinkedIn and through our various um, um, social media channels, and that will be coming from Germany and Medica. So I want to say very thank, a very big thank you to um, Ahmed this week, and a big, very big thank you to Aftab this week for attending the vlog. This will become a podcast, and of course, it will all be online later on as well. So thanks very much, guys, and I will speak to you.